Drivers, welcome back to the tavern. Today we're going over the 71st annual Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 500. What a mouthful that is. But before we do that, I just want to show you our website, our sheet, everything you're going to want to look at before I get into the nit and gritty here. So, if you Google DFS Tavern, if you use the link in the description below, however you want to get there, just go ahead and click on our little site right here. And we got multiple tabs covering the different sports that we do. I would highly advise you go check out the PGA one this weekend since golf is returning. But we're going to use the NASCAR one here. So here's our maximum pain relief page here. Here's our DK contest, our stat model. If you just want to click this button right here, it'll open the stat model into another tab so you can very easily read it. So you're not having to fight this little window here. So you can scroll down, go through it very easily. And I highly advise you to check this out. Go through the different tabs that we have. Talking about the different track types, last six races, things that you want to look at. This is all 100% free, it's color coordinated, very easy to read, I would highly advise you to look at it. I do as well, it's part of my research, I always give this a glimpse, and I would advise that you do the same. If you go back to this page, you'll see our DK contest. Now if you would like a chance to win a free entry into the next DK contest that we do for Homestead this weekend, since we're doing two races this week, let me know who is your favorite value play on this slate. Are you going to go with the chalk and pick a guy that everybody's going to? Or are you going to try and go a different direction? Still pay up for people, but who who is your favorite value play that you want to pay down for? Let me know in the comments here. Let me go back to discussing this race. I got my notes. We're going to go over this in no time at all. So, the And these notes are regardless of what the price was before so like i'm gonna go over two different things here so i'm gonna go over the people i'd like in general and then the people i like for dk and for daily fantasy and things like that the tracks that i want to look at right now are going to be the tracks that require precision that require these drivers be on their a game no matter what the turn is no matter what the track is so the, those tracks i'm going to be looking at are phoenix uh, New Hampshire, the different road courses, uh, let me see, Sonoma, uh, Pocono. Those are the tracks that I want to look at. Why am I looking at those, Brandon? Those are road courses. We're turning left here. This is the paperclip, yes. But typically, if you look at the guys who are good at road courses, if you look at the guys who are good on the flat tracks in a low downforce car, which we have ran before, those are typically the guys who perform well at martinsville because it's a long straightaway and then you have to slow it down take a very tight corner and then be able to get on the gas and not get the car loose out of the corner so that's why i'm looking at those tracks here the tracks or the drivers that i like going into this to be fast to dominate would be denny hamlin logano truex and blaney now this isn't the dk picks or anything this is just who i like in general going in right now so Denny Hamlin, probably the most technical driver, the most precise driver that we have in the series. He's Like I said, he's done well at Pocono, Sonoma, New Hampshire, and his last six races at Martinsville have been a fourth-place finish, a fifth, a second, twelfth, seventh, and thirtieth. And that second place came on the 2018 fall race where they ran this package there. That's a, that's a race that I would look at if I were you. Logano, he won Phoenix this year. He has showed up competent. That means that the team unloads quickly. They unload fast. They're consistent. They got good pit stops. The last six races of Martinsville has, have been an eighth, 19th at first, which he won that 18 uh, low downforce race there. Sixth, 24th, and a fourth. Truex, um... He's been off this year, but he has a lot of good track history. I imagine everybody's going to be looking at track history because everybody just, that's the only stat people look at nowadays. 
But I imagine he's going to do very well based on his track history here. So he has a first, eighth, third, fourth, second, and 16th. And then Ryan Blaney. Um, now, I understand he crashed out at Phoenix. We didn't get to see what he did there. He crashed out at Bristol. you know. So he's had two DNFs this year, but I'm not too worried about that. Um, he's just been quick this year. He's starting first. I see no reason that we have to really pivot off uh, Blaney right now. Now, uh, let me see. The drivers that I like, yet again going into this, is just who I liked in general. I imagine William Byron, he had a 10th at Phoenix. He had an 8th at Bristol this year. Uh, and his races here at Martinsville have been a 2nd, 22nd, 39th, and 20th. Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, Brad Keselowski, Elliott, Bubba, and Priest are the other guys that I was looking at before pricing came out that really popped out to me. Now, we're going to get into the DFS stats you should look at the things you should pay attention to for martinsville so one this is a 500 lap race a lot of dominator points out there laps led fast laps that's what your lineup needs to be made out of this race is all about dominator points out of the last six races the average dominator points that somebody scores so for example i'm gonna i'm gonna rank or i'm gonna inform you regardless of who the driver was these last races the highest or first, second, third, fourth, and fifth in terms of dominator points. The first one has been, on average, 113 dominator points. Second highest has been 55.9. Third highest has been 37.0. Fourth has been 29.9. And fifth has been 18 points. So typically, you need the top three guys who get dominator points. Now, like if you look at the spring 2018 race, uh, the highest dominator points wise he only scored 91 dominator points in the 19th fall race it was 187 so this is just averages but it gives you an idea that you need to get the guy who leads the most amount of laps what does it tell us like i said we need people who need laps period i don't care who it is i don't care who they are if you think they're going to lead lap if you believe that they're going to dominate the race or be up during the main portion of the race you need to target these guys now uh, if you look at the DK points that these guys are making, last spring, Brad Keselowski had 199 DK points. Last fall, Martin Truex Jr. had 235 DK points. So you need that guy who dominates. If you don't have him, you're SOL. Like, regardless of what his ownership is, you need whoever's going to score the most amount of points. That's just how it's going to be if you need to cash. Now, with that said, the people I like to dominate to play this weekend in terms of dominator in terms of fast cars uh it's going to be ryan blaney logano truex brad keselowski kyle bush harvick elliott and hamlin now i understand i just listed about eight people there those are the guys i have in my pool right now for dominators the people i would focus on from that list are going to be ryan blaney starting first $8,400 dk man you're so random what is with these presses uh truex jr Starting, where is he starting? Starting fifth, 10,300. I understand that's a bit steeper, but his track history has been amazing here. And this is a track that, I, you know, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna look at track history a bit more than I have this year. I understand all the, all the keyboard warriors and all the spreadsheet warriors have been just eyeballing track history like nonstop. But this is a track that, you know, you need to look at track history. And Martin Trix Jr. certainly has that. Kyle Busch, a guy who has ran very well uh recently he's just had some bad breaks here um or here this season uh, amazing track history as well he's cheaper than some of the more expensive guys 
uh, on DraftKings. His last races have been 14th, 3rd, 4th, 2nd, 1st, and 2nd. That's absolutely astonishing and amazing. And then Denny Hamlin, as I said, Denny Hamlin's probably my favorite driver going into this race. The most technical driver on the circuit. I don't like him personally as, as a driver, but he has an amazing talent. Uh, this suits his race. He just needs to get out in front, and he should do very well. And this is another race that's going to be decided on pit road. We've seen it time and time again this season that you need to look at teams who have been fast on pit road. I would highly advise you to look at pit road speed, um, pit box speed, what these pit crews are doing. That is a stat that I'm going to rely on heavily to determine what dominator I want to go with because I want a fast dominator and I want someone who has been fast on pit road. That is a stat you need to look at this weekend. Drivers that I like for place differential, Eric Jones at $6,500, Tyler Reddick, Stenhouse, John Henry Nemechek, Austin Dillon, or AJ Almanay or whatever happens there since Austin Dillon may uh, not race this weekend because his wife might go into labor. AJ Almanay will be there to substitute if that is the case, and that's probably what the team's wanting for. I think AJ Almanay would do better in that car. Anyway, uh, Bubba Wallace, Cole Custer, and Ryan Priest. Those are the guys I have in my you know place differential pool. The guys I would focus on from that would be Tyler Reddick, Stenhouse, and Bubba, and I'll get into those guys in a second here. But that, that's who I like um, in that pool there. My GPP plays in general are Matt Kenseth, Bubba Wallace, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., although I'd rather play him on 1.5 miles. Uh, we just He's at his ceiling right now on a flat track starting 17th. I don't imagine a lot of people are going to play Stenhouse in this situation. He's probably my favorite GPP play. He needs a lot to go his way. He needs to not wreck. Um, and that's asking a lot for Stenhouse to make it 500 laps at a paperclip track to not wreck the car. But he's probably my favorite pivot for GPPs just because nobody should play him. And then Matt DiBenedetto. Um, if you don't want to go with Ricky Stenhouse Jr., probably Matt DiBenedetto would be my my other favorite GPP option there the strategy for gpps i would imagine is going to be yet again playing the dominators who you think are going to lead the most amount of laps and trying to not pay for any of the bad punts at the bottom of the salary so like for example reed Sorensen, timmy hill joey gaze quinhoff garrett smithley i don't want any of these guys if 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 i've learned anything from playing dfs is that you need a good lineup. And typically, if you're throwing a punt in there that isn't Talladega or Daytona, or unless you just have to pay you know, $4,500 or something, there's no reason to go down this far. So um, just pivot with your core. Pivot with you know who you're using as a value guy. That's why I asked that question at the start of this was, who is your favorite value? Because that's going to determine how your GPP goes. So one, you have to get your dominator right, which I would imagine should be, Ryan Blaney, Truex, Kyle Busch, or Denny Hamlin. Those would be the four guys I'd focus on from there. And then you have to get your place differential and value plays correctly. So yet again, the guys I'd focus on would be, you know, Tyler Reddick, Stenhouse, Bubba, um, John Hernemachek. Those would be the guys I try and find value who has place differential upside. And then just choosing the rest of you guys, either based on ownership or where you want to pivot to, or if you just like a guy who's not being talked about, like for example, Michael McDowell, I haven't really mentioned him a whole lot. I'm sure he'll get a lot of ownership, but I think he's a good play. If you want to pivot off of him, you can go to Colt Custer. If you want to pivot off of him, who knows? Maybe if you want to play Chris Busher, Corey LaJoy, these are guys I would focus on to have as one-offs to get your lineup to be different. Um, this should be the last week that we're playing with the huge amount of players. Uh, 
that we've seen just because golf is returning. So we're going to have a lot of guys moving their uh, bankroll from NASCAR to golf. We're going to have the NBA and MLB return probably within the next two months or somewhere along that. So we're going to slowly see these grand prize pools, these entries, these huge fields. They're going to slowly start shrinking. We're going to slowly go back to having people who aren't just going off of spreadsheets, who aren't just going off of optimizers. So this is when you want to start you know, going back to having almost a core that you pivot one or two times. That's what I would advise if you want to pick my brain anymore. Tweet at me at Brandon Cruz DFS on Twitter. Follow us at DFS Tavern on Twitter. Subscribe to us, like this video, and uh, thank you guys for watching. We will see you next time, and best of luck on this Wednesday night showdown at the Paperclip Under the Lights. What a historic event. Let's enjoy this race, guys. I will talk to you later.